Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So the Warriors, they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. They actually got blown out 123-95 in a game where what real takeaways do you have from this one? You know what I mean? I've said recently that these games where the vets sit, like Draymond, Clay, Otto Porter Jr., they're usually pretty entertaining games because the young guys get to show off and do a lot more. They're more free to hunt their shots and they get more time and whatever. But this game was just bad. It was just terrible to watch. Memphis, they didn't have John Morant. They didn't have Jaron Jackson Jr., but still, like that's a team that is clicking and is in a flow. They've been hot for a long time. So there was a small, small, small percentage of my mind that thought maybe they could eke this one out. But it was pretty clear from the get-go, once the real flow of the game got going, that it was not going to be the Warriors' night. And, you know, you can sit and look at this game and just parse whatever you want. They shot poorly. They played pretty poorly. The first half was just god-awful. I think they shot roughly about 25 and 27% from three-point land and the field in the first half. And they improved in the second half. They had more effort and whatnot, but they never got closer than maybe 18 points. And it is what it is, you know, like after the Magic game, I think there were 10 games left and I said maybe they would go three and seven or four and six, but there was that Heat game that was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe now they're one and oh in those final 10 games, but then, you know, they've lost three straight since. So they're one and three in the final 10 with six left. And it's been a while since we've even entertained the idea that the Warriors could catch the Memphis Grizzlies, but that's not even an issue. Mathematically, sure, it's possible. They're down by five games, but that's not going to happen unless something crazy happens, unless this team figures it out, unless Steph just happens to hop in the lineup early and that's not a reality. So right now the Warriors are still in third, They are one and a half games in front of the Mavericks who are in fourth and they are two and a half in front of the Jazz and, you know, technically three in front of the Nuggets for the sixth spot. So a couple days ago, I was like, hey, the Warriors have a three game lead and that felt somewhat comfortable. But that Washington Wizards game, which I did not do an episode after, I mean, that was just a disappointing game all around that was the game that they had to have they didn't get that and looking at this now and we've said this before again as long as Steph Draymond Clay are healthy and the rest of the supporting players are relatively healthy then I like the Warriors chances regardless I'm not saying it's going to be easy not saying that they're a lock to win the title but I like the chances of having those guys all together right So whether it's the third spot, the fourth spot, or the fifth spot, hey, health is what really, really is going to make the biggest difference there. In any of those rounds, in any of those series, if they're on the road, they just have to win one game. That's it. So whatever. Let's not worry too much about that. But as it stands now, if the Warriors fall to fourth, then they're looking at 
playing the jazz. And I've said this and I still say this. I don't worry about the jazz. I don't fear the jazz. They're a decent team, but out of the other options, I'd rather face them than the nuggets. And as I said, a couple episodes ago, more so than the Timberwolves because the Timberwolves are hot and they give the Warriors problems in terms of Carl Anthony Towns size up front and the overall youth and athleticism that the Wolves can throw at the Warriors. The Warriors, I think, would be strong favorites, but it could get a little a little dicey if certain matchups start going Minnesota's way. You know what I mean? So I was texting with my friend Ramesh, who's been on the show a few times, and he was just telling me like how bad the Washington game was. And he was like, man, I might have to just not watch any games until the playoffs. And I'm just like, Hey, you know, that is totally fair (laughs) because right now the Warriors are not looking sharp. Uh, They don't look good and they're going to make the playoffs. So it's totally fair to like want to take that break and wait for Steph to get back healthy and just roll with that. Because these next couple of weeks without Steph are still going to be difficult, right? When the Warriors came back from the All-Star break, and especially when they got Draymond back, I was hoping like, okay, maybe they can start peaking. Bad luck with Steph's injury, but I didn't expect them to completely do the opposite of peaking, which is cratering. I'm reading articles about this team and it feels like the old days when they were a bad team. And it's like, let's find something good to talk about. And I'm not giving up on this team, obviously, but these are difficult games to watch. This game in particular, it just, hey, mailed it in. You know, in garbage time, the younger dudes, Kaminga picked it up a little bit. Moses Moody played a little bit better. And those are the things that hopefully are positives from this game that those guys, every time they play, every time they get reps, every time they get confidence against a good team, that's going to pay dividends in the future, maybe in the playoffs, definitely next season down the road further along in their careers with the Warriors. But outside of that, it's like, it's just strange, man. It's strange that Draymond Green hasn't been playing well. I get it. He needs time to kind of get into rhythm. And I think he will, but it's just weird that, right, we had Stefan Draymond and then Clay comes back, Draymond's hurt, he's out. And then Draymond comes back one game later, Steph gets hurt and he's out. And then Steph weirdly runs into the worst slump of his career once Draymond's out. And then once Steph goes out, Draymond just can't find that extra gear. And then, of course, Clay is still trying to find his game consistently. So we have our three core championship dudes. And to some extent, you know, they've all had their moments of not looking like themselves. Just something to point out because when they get together, hopefully in the first round, will they be able to just start looking like themselves a little bit more? And it may take a few games, you know, hopefully by getting through the first round, by the second round, they will be clicking even more. But, you know, these are things that we just hope for, right? Because we can't see it. We don't know. We just hope that it'll all come back somehow, some way. And all the worries, you know, all the concerns, they, they might just be out the door in a few weeks. But then again, these trends and tendencies, will they perhaps linger and hurt this team's chances going into the postseason? 
college basketball fans. Join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round? And who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The Warriors get Phoenix at home on Wednesday. And then on Saturday, they get Utah at home. So two games that could be pretty tough. Like I said, even though I don't fear Utah against a healthy Warriors team, (laughs) this current Warriors team, the way they've been playing, the way they are still searching for who or what they could be, all bets are off, right? But that's not too crazy in terms of schedule. They have this back-to-back, so they get a day off, they go home, they get Phoenix, and then they get two days off, and then they get Utah. And then honestly, that's kind of where the tough part of the schedule ends, because the final four games are at Sacramento, at home versus the Lakers, at San Antonio, and at New Orleans. Granted, San Antonio and New Orleans, I mean, those Spurs beat the Warriors, and both those teams are vying for the play-in round. And the Warriors got beat by the Lakers. But in theory, in theory, those four teams are lesser teams with or without Steph. So they should be able to take those. But again, like I've said in recent weeks, should doesn't mean will. Like they should have taken Orlando. They should have taken Washington. They should have taken the Spurs. You know, as a fan, like these are the moments you kind of have to deal with and put up with. It would be different. There would be far less optimism in my voice probably if Steph wasn't coming back. Because if Steph wasn't coming back, this team is not going to get past the first round. Done plain and simple, right? And my hope of seeing Steph, Clay, and Draymond play together more than 11 minutes, more than in one and a half games, you know, in the playoffs, like that's what I've wanted to see. We did an episode after the All-Star game, me and Aram, and he asked what I was looking forward to. That is it. That's the main thing, right? Of course, a long, fruitful playoff run. But I want to see those three guys play together without getting hurt. You know, I want to see them develop a rhythm and get into a flow like they have had before. It may not look like 2016, 17, 18, whatever, but they definitely will be able to bring a lot of that back. So if we can just get that, then I feel good, right? It's weird because like if Steph was out, then like it's just kind of doom and gloom for the rest of the season, right? But he's coming back. So this weird period, these final games, it's funny because it's like, oh, this team is terrible. You know, you read that on Twitter and all these things and and whatever. But this team is going to the playoffs. That's it. You know, (laughs) in all likelihood, they will have home court advantage at least in the first round. So there's not like a ton of doom and gloom. It's just being prisoners of the moment. Yes, there are problems with this team, 100%. You know, a lot of things are not encouraging. 
and are very worrisome and troublesome if they continue, right? I always talk about trends and how this team plays the game, but there's still a chance. There's still a chance, you know, like all it takes is healthy Steph, healthy Draymond, healthy Clay to start looking like themselves and start playing well. And the tenor of everything is different. We saw that after Draymond came back, the Warriors were not playing well. And then Draymond said he's coming back and then they started playing well. And then Steph got hurt and now they're playing poorly again. So it's a weird season, but every season has its quote unquote, it is what it is moments. There's just way more in this one than you would have probably ever predicted. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our new YouTube channel. The link will be in the show notes. Be sure to check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Folk Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you can, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. And also leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.